Hello, hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome to the Luna Ashley Show. I'm Luna, your witchy BFF meets your online biz bestie. In this podcast, you're going to be getting all of the systems, the strategies, and the energetics that are necessary to build an aligned, heart-centered, six-figure business. So with that being said, pull up a seat, make yourself comfy, and we're going to deep dive into this episode. Hey, 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 Facebook land. We are going to be chatting today about breaking a plateau. So if you are somebody who watches me, if you are somebody who is tuned into your health journey, wanting to start a health journey, going, oh my gosh, I have a plateau going on. And this can be in many different areas. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't just have to be on the scale. And in fact, one of the reasons why I started, and I would love to know if you are new to me, do you know my story? Have you have you followed me? Maybe you're new to me. I would love to know where, where we first connected, right? But I did not start my wellness journey because I wanted to see my scale moved. I, I needed to have better presence. It was no longer, oh, that would be nice. It was, I could tell, there was a teacher at the time, that my whole mental well-being literally was going down the hole to the point where I was hospitalized for it. That is a whole other story. I knew something had to shift, something had to change. And so through a series of setting out my intention that I needed to break some patterns that I was in, and maybe that's what I should have made this title is how to break some patterns. Because you can do that with physical tools. You can do that with physical changes. And we're gonna talk about that. So if you have some patterns you wanna break, you have a plateau going on in your life, I'm gonna give you some of my best Tip. Okay, so with that, just circling back, I know a few of you guys just just hopped on. For me and my story, going back about four years, that's really when I realized I had a wake up moment. I was putting out the intention, hey, something has to shift because I wasn't going to be able to stay in the teaching profession. I've been hospitalized for my mental health. All right, if anybody's been there, you don't have to say it. I know sometimes that can be a little like, oh yeah, I don't want to admit that out there, but proudly admitting it like I had I had been hospitalized for a period period of time and I just knew something had to shift something had to change and yes that was becoming reflected within my physical body okay I was starting to pack on some weight I was having really unhealthy habits going on at the time and if you guys know I'm in recovery or I was addicted to the bottle right so I don't know what that looks like for you and it might not be to that extreme but we all have things I know where we go you know what this just isn't going to do anymore now one of the things that I bring to the wellness journey that even before I began is this intention setting so I want to commend you for even finding this video I always set my intention that the people who watch this have been setting out your intention that you are serious about making a change you're serious about breaking through to the next level. You're not just a dabbler. Otherwise, you're going to pop off, right? Like, that's fine. That's cool. I'm here for you when you come back, as long as you're not an eggplant emoji, right? But I want to commend you because when people find me, I know this about myself, when people find me, it's because you're ready. It's because you're ready for the tools you've been seeking and things have not been working. It's the same way it was with my story. So, okay, let's start with some actual physical changes you can make right, you can make right now. Because here's the thing, and this is what, you know, they used to burn us at the stake, those of us who practice nature-based nature based practices, and now, you know, all, all the muggles are talking about it, they say how you do one thing is how you do everything. Well, this is actually grounded in what we call hermetic philosophy, okay? And the hermetics were persecuted for sharing, sharing these principles. But it is, it is true 
what was on, we called them the, um, the Emerald Tablets, right? And what was on there was a saying that said, as within, so without. As we are in the macrocosm, we are within the microcosm. The microcosm reflects the macrocosm, okay? So how do we make this understandable, right, for you right now? Is that phrase, how you do one thing is how you do everything. It's the same reason why you can go down and look at, you know, the inner workings of an atom, for example, and it kind of looks like the solar system, right? I mean, we have things buzzing around, right? We have the central nucleus, right? It looks like the solar system. As within, as within is without. So we can start to make small changes in our life that will ripple outward. Do you follow me here? This is super, super, super important. This isn't just how the outer workings work, right? This isn't just a cool book or something that your mentor is saying. This is literal how energy moves and functions and flows. And it's really cool, they're not burning us at the stake anymore when we say everything is energy because now we can go and we can look and we can study subatomic particles and we can say everything is energy and everything is vibrating. It's like, oh, oops. Sorry we killed you guys back then, right? We'll start seeing some of your stuff now. But let me give you some actionable items you can put into place in this very moment so that you can begin to move this energy and see some of the, some of the results that you so desire. So the first thing is understanding that as you work with your physical body, and I have a lot of people who follow me for you know physical health transformation, a lot of people who find me for manifestation, intuition, cranking that up, these two are very tied together. And that's part of what I bring, that's part of why I'm here, is to show you how connected these two things are, okay? And do not get me wrong, I am not saying you have to be a perfect specimen of health, okay? I have a diagnosis of epilepsy, like I said, I've been hospitalized for mental health stuff, but it's pursuing how much better can I feel and can I fuel my body in a way that makes me feel the best that I possibly can. It's not that you're perfect and then it works, right? It's I'm, I'm in the pursuit of better. Does this make sense? Let me know. I love that, Lena. Okay, so, right, like the hashtag, what's that hashtag where it's like, we're the, we're the granddaughters of the witches you could not burn. Like, I, I love that one too. Okay, so with that, here is the first thing you can do. And this is gonna sound like maybe kind of silly, maybe some kind of way, but really, how much water have you given yourself today? Have you tapped in or have you just been go, 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 go? Have you been guzzling the soda, the vitamin waters, the teas, maybe the PTK, right? Have you had some water today, my friends? Okay, this is the first thing that we can do. We can begin to give ourselves the nutrients that we need, water, okay, to begin to flush literally what is not serving us, okay? So that's the first thing and absolutely, I hope everybody here has access if you're watching this right, to running water, which, A, can we give some gratitude and thanks for that, right, are you in a gratitude practice as well, that's going to begin to move things for you too, first thing, more water, can you get more water in, I think everybody can, second thing, very closely related to this, if you're wanting to break a plateau, one of the simple swaps you can make is to begin to gently lower your soda intake, and if that's something that you're with me, you're like, oh yeah, I am down, I am down to do that, let me know. That was one of the first shifts I make, and I want to give that to you. I want to gift that to you. And I used to have a soda addiction. Anybody ever been addicted to soda? Let me know. Or pop. Okay, where I grew up, we call it pop. Uh, I was addicted, and I was addicted to diet soda specifically, which if you follow me, you hear me talk all about aspartame and how I cannot have it, right? I know it triggers seizures within me. I can't have things like sucralose, etc. I'm telling you, I was drinking six or seven of these a day. 
six or seven a day. Okay, so I get it. And if somebody would have told me, and I did, I had friends who were like, you really, they were crunchy, right? I had crunchy friends at the time who were like, oh, you should really look at that keto thing and like not drinking all those sodas. That's kind of crazy, Luna. And I'm like, whatever. And I literally hung a sign in my classroom that said, this classroom runs on love and diet soda. So I get it, right? Maybe you hear that and you're just like, there's no way. I'm gonna encourage you to lean into it, especially if you have a knee-jerk reaction of no to it. It holds something for you. And instead of just going cold turkey, which maybe you're like, okay, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna go cold turkey on soda. Awesome. Uh, maybe that'll work for you, but for me and anybody else who might struggle a little with addiction, you have some addiction um, tendencies and if you don't identify as an addict, we just go cold turkey there usually is a binge that happens so what I want to encourage you to do is gently begin to lower if you're having five can you have four right and then begin to add in more water okay so that's that is my first thing that we can do just right now if you're wanting to start to make some changes okay the second thing especially for you guys who are like i want to crank this up a notch i'm not just wanting to do like one small thing but one small thing will ripple out i promise you one small thing one small action that you're consistent at will yield results for you okay because what it does is you build that trust i talked about that yesterday in my live self-trust i about in business but it's true in your health journey too if you don't trust you that when you say hey i'm gonna drink one extra glass of water today um, it's going to be really hard for you to make commitments to yourself and follow through. So it sounds so small, but again, it's that as within, so without, as above, so below, right? How, or as the muggles say, as you do one thing, you do everything, right? So if you can build a relationship on something so small as, oh yeah, I can drink one glass of water, all of a sudden you trust yourself enough to go, oh, I can move my body for 15 minutes today and actually do that and have some modicum of consistency. Does this make sense? Okay, so, all right, with that, let's say you're like, all right, cool, but I wanna crank it up a little bit more than that. Maybe you have that trust there. You're like, okay, cool, I can do this. And pick a number, pick something like three days, or I'm gonna do seven days. I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna do it forever, especially if you're creating a new habit, okay? Three days, track it, seven days, track it. If you really wanna be a go-getter, 21's a really cool number, okay? 21, even 90, 90 can be, I get it a little, a little stretchy for some of you guys. Play with the numbers. What feels like it's in that stretch zone for you where it's like, ooh, this is gonna help me build some trust, but I'm not gonna snap and break, okay? So, pick a number that you can be, you can be consistent with this. Okay, but let's say you're like, all right, cool. Maybe you've already cut soda. Where are my people who are like, I don't really drink soda, that's not a thing. I would also encourage you though to look at your sugary beverage intake because when I cut out soda, what I did was I started drinking really sweet sugary teas. I thought Arizona green tea was the answer and I thought vitamin waters were the answer and I thought that that was healthier and maybe it is but the sugar content is pretty dang similar and I was still having seizures and not understanding what the heck was going on and what's the problem here. It's vitamin waters. It's got little leaves on it. It's like this is good. It's just sweetened with honey. It's not aspartame. How could the, How is my body reading this the same way? Okay, look at that as well, because sometimes what we think is a healthier choice is just really good marketing, right? It's just really good uh, PR, right? They literally have billions of dollars behind them to make it look like this is really, really good for you, but your body is reading it the same way, okay? So look at that as well. All right, so again, let's say you wanna crank this up. You're like, yeah, I've kind of cut the soda habit, or yeah, I could, I could ease that down, but I wanna, I wanna layer on something else. This is what I'm gonna bring forward to you, the idea of intermittent fasting. This is how our ancestors ate, okay? This is, this is what it was until the advent of processed
processed food, the advent of the, the refrigerator, the advent of whatever you want food, it is readily available, okay? So what does this look like? This looks like in the morning, okay, your first meal would be around 10 or 11. Then you would have an eating window until about six in the evening. It's literally go replicating this cycle of, okay, we get up, we get the things done, right? You have to go out and get the food, right? That's what our ancestors had to do. There wasn't storage, there wasn't all of these things, right? Had to go prepare it, had to go cook it, right? All of that. So play with that. Can you make your eating window around that, when you would start around that 10 or 11, yeah, you can have coffee and you can have tea and all of those things, right? That's fine. But around 10, 10 or 11 is when you would have your meal and then you would be done around six o'clock. Okay, again, we're replicating what happens when our ancestors were eating, when they were going out, when we were hunter and gatherers. Hunters and gatherers. Is this making sense? Let, let me know in the comments below. And a lot of you guys, I have conversations with a lot of you that are like, okay, but like I need to have breakfast, right? Like as soon as I get up, I'm like, is your body hungry? And it amazes me how many of you guys say no, but I've you know, conditioned myself because as a kid, we were told, oh, you need to eat. It's the most important meal of the day. It's the whatever. What is your body actually telling you? I can tell you my body, even as a child, was like, I'm not hungry right now. It was like force feeding myself. Listen to what your body is saying and listen to when it actually cues you that it is hungry, not just it's been a habit for me to eat at this time, not just, oh, well, I should, right? When is your body saying, I actually need food, okay? I love you guys. Thanks for being here. I'm going to go ahead and shut this off on Instagram. Bye, guys. And bye all over here on Facebook. Love you guys. Thank you so much for coming over and hanging out on this episode. If we're not connected yet, please make sure to follow me over on the gram. I'm at the Luna Ashley. And if you want to be entered for our $50 giveaway, please make sure to head over to iTunes, give this a five-star rating and a review. I will be selecting one person to win our $50 giveaway from those five-star reviews each and every month. I love you. Thanks for being here. And I'll see you on the next episode.